Welcome to r slash Am I the Bad Guy, where OP's daughter fakes her own death as an April Fool's Day prank. Am I the bad guy for banning my daughter from Easter over a prank? I'm a 49-year-old woman, and I have a 21-year-old daughter who was hospitalized for an extreme medical emergency late last month. Susan was in the hospital for four days. I visited her every day that she was there, and her last day at the hospital happened to be on April 1st. On the 1st, her roommate called me crying, saying that Susan's condition suddenly worsened and she passed on. In hindsight, I should have thought something was up, but hearing it in that moment turned me into a sobbing wreck. About a half hour later, Susan and her roommate came into my house and shouted, April Fools! Turns out, my daughter was allowed to leave the hospital, and that's how she decided to tell me. I didn't know that it was possible to be so relieved and pissed at the same time. I called this joke horrible, screamed at her, and told her that she was not welcome in my house for the foreseeable future. Apparently, Susan thought that Easter would be an exception. I was hosting this year with a few relatives, and Susan walked in. She still has a key. I made her give me the key back, and I once again told her to get the hell out of my house. And while she persisted and was very stubborn about it, she finally left crying. The rest of the gathering was understandably awkward. It's not like I'll never forgive her or that I'm going no contact or anything like that, but I'm just too hurt and angry to speak or even look at her right now to have any sort of discussion about what happened. She tries to call and text me every day, but I ignored most of them. Our family is split between acknowledging that there has to be consequences for this, while several others are saying that I need to move on and just forgive her, because she still hasn't fully recovered and she needs my support. I get that, but I think that she's getting plenty of support from other people right now for me to be a necessity. And if she wanted my support, she wouldn't do something so cruel. She was always a bit of a jokester, but never like this. It really doesn't sit right with me at all to just let bygones be bygones right now, but some relatives, including my parents, say that I should. I hope that I can get some unbiased opinions on this. Yo, OP. She left you to twist in the wind for 30 minutes? She left you to wallow in misery and heartbreak and just anguish for half an hour? I could... I could almost almost understand if she was like right outside your front door and she knew that you were home and it was like oh no she passed away and then you open the door surprise april fools because at least then it's only for like you know five seconds of anguish but to intentionally torture you for half an hour that's cruel that's that's evil that's actually evil now, to be clear, even in the example that I gave, I think that's still too much. I think that some pranks just are automatically too far, and tricking someone into thinking that their child died is a level of cruelty and evil that makes it not a prank anymore. Also, it's super, super unfair of your family for them to expect you to support your daughter through her physical wound. Meanwhile, your daughter inflicts you with like a psychic, emotional, mental wound, and they're expecting you to just get over it immediately, which is completely unfair. You guys might think that I'm being too harsh with this, but personally, I think Susan deserves four out of five bad guys. What she did was just awful. Man, it's bad. OP, I think that you deserve zero out of five bad guys. I can't even imagine thinking that your kid is dead for 30 minutes and then, surprise, April Fool's. 
I'm with you. I would need days, weeks, maybe like a month to recover from that. Am I the bad guy for hiding vegetables in my boyfriend's food? This is the most ridiculous argument I've had with a grown man. I'm a 28-year-old woman, and I've been with my boyfriend, who's 36, for a year, and we moved in together about four months ago. One of the first things I noticed about my boyfriend was that he never really ate vegetables. He would sometimes eat them if we were out at a restaurant and they came as part of his meal. But he never ate them when I cooked for him. Originally, I thought that maybe my cooking was the problem, so I asked him if he enjoyed my food, and he said that he loves my cooking. On nights that I didn't cook for him, he ate exclusively frozen foods, and never ate the vegetables in those either. Naturally, he has some health issues. He has vitamin deficiencies, but he phrased it to me as if he's somehow just genetically unlucky. I believed it for a while because I don't know how that stuff works, but eventually it became clear to me that it's because he voluntarily eats a vegetable like once a month. Six months ago, I started hiding vegetables in my cooking. If I was making pasta, I'd put in the vegetables that I'd usually put in for myself, then take half out and blend it so he wouldn't notice the vegetable chunks, and then tell him that I'd just scoop the vegetables out of his portion. This happens more often now that we live together because I do all the cooking. He's been telling me a lot lately that he's been feeling a lot better the past few months, and he's even had his doctor reduce the dosage of some of his medications, and he hasn't had to take his multivitamins in weeks. I kept my mouth shut, because I'm just glad that he's feeling better, and it really does me no harm to hide the vegetables in his food. Yesterday, I was making one of our regular pasta meals, and I was about to blend my boyfriend's portion when the blender died mid-blend. I had to serve it in all its vegetable chunky glory. My boyfriend refused to eat the vegetables, but when he tasted the sauce, he said that it's weird how it tastes the exact same even though this one has vegetables in it. So, I confessed. He screamed at me and called me a controlling b-word and said that it's none of my business if he thinks vegetables don't do anything. I pointed out that he said that he felt better. He said that his health was none of my business and that I'm a controlling, judgy butthole and stormed out of our apartment to stay with his sister. His sister texted me to say that he's fine, but she agrees with him. My friends agree that it's ridiculous that he didn't eat vegetables, but agree that I'm being a butthole. So, am I the butthole? Man, OP, what is wrong with your boyfriend? This guy is, he's old, he's 36. This guy's 36 and he's still scared of vegetables? He's actually more like a 6-year-old than a 36-year-old. <laughs> and then when this guy discovers that he's actually been eating vegetables all along and enjoying them and feeling healthier because of them, he gets upset at you and says, How dare you give me delicious food that I actually like that turns out to be vegetables? I'm shocked and offended. OP, your boyfriend is both dumb and wrong. This guy's getting upset at you when you make him fresh home-cooked meals as opposed to like frozen TV dinners. What? OP, you get 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving your boyfriend 2 out of 5 bad guys for being both wrong and dumb. Am I the bad guy for not serving my husband leftovers? I've been off work the last 4 days, so I finally had a chance to do some spring cleaning. I deep cleaned the whole house, and yes, it did take all 4 days. I did bathrooms, fans, oiled wood tables, open and cleaned windows, everything. My husband knows that I'm off work, and I've had to serve him every meal since I'm home. 90% of the time, I don't mind. Yesterday, I was tired and making steaks for dinner, so I didn't feel like making a breakfast omelet too. 
He got upset, so I ended up making both breakfast and dinner. I didn't want to fight, but he said that I made a face. After dinner last night, I packed up leftovers, and I made it clear that I wouldn't be making anything tomorrow. He agreed since I worked today. When he got off work this morning, I served him something quick to eat. I have a hotel booked for this weekend for us. I was trying on clothes and packing when he asked me to heat up his leftovers. I said, I told you yesterday that I wasn't making anything today. He responded with, you're gonna make a problem over heating something up on my on my birthday month? I responded with, I'm tired, and I explained yesterday that you keep making problems with me over food. He turned it around and said, no, you're making the problems over food. You just don't want to serve me anything anymore. Cancel the reservation. I'm not going anywhere. Thanks for, <laughs> Thanks for ruining my birthday month. At this point, I did heat up the leftovers, which, of course, he refused to eat. And the reservation is too late to cancel, so now I'm out of money, too. Alright, <laughs> I'm gonna read this top comments, just because I agree, I agree with the first sentence so much. His birthday month? What the absolute f***? Honey, it sounds like you have a job, and yet you're also in charge of all the household chores and food preparation? And your husband can't even heat up his own leftovers? Are his arms broken? And then refusing to eat the food when you made it for him? He's straight up abusive. This relationship is wildly unbalanced. You need to get into individual therapy and deprogram from this being anywhere near normal because it's not. Not the bad guy. Um, OP, I have read one story before this where the boyfriend was getting upset because OP wasn't respecting his, his birthday month and everyone was trashing him in those comments too. I distinctly remember because it's such a weird concept to me. The first time I came across it, I was like, what? Birthday month? It was totally new and alien to me. It never even crossed my mind that someone was like, for 30 days, I get treated like a king. Oh, well, actually, my birthday is in December, so it's 31 days that I get treated like a king. I would love to know if this husband treats OP like an absolute queen for all 28 to 31 days of her birthday month. You think he does? You think he cooks every single meal and cleans the house and gives her foot rubs? No, not a chance. Not a chance. You also said that you're out of money. Does that mean that you're the one who paid for the romantic hotel getaway and you're the one who has to lose money even though he works too? Yo, this relationship is abusive. This is a this is this is a deeply messed up relationship, Opie. I think you're so immersed in it, you're so drowning in the abuse that you can't even see the abuse. You know, this reminds me of a um of a joke that I once heard on YouTube that I think is a really great metaphor. There were these two young fish swimming along, and they happen to meet an older fish swimming the other way, who nods at them and says, Morning, boys. How's the water? And the two young fish swim for a bit, and then eventually, one of them looks over at the other and goes, What the hell is water? It's not a super funny joke, but I feel like it's kind of fitting here, because you're surrounded by this abuse, OP. You breathe it in. You live in it. It's part of your daily routine. You literally can't see any of it. At one point, you specifically said that your husband agreed that you wouldn't cook for him because you worked that day, but then, when he got off work, you made him something anyways. Then he got upset at you again when you didn't make him leftovers. This is a, this is a messed up relationship, Opie. You're, you're drowning in abuse. I'm giving you zero out of five bad guys. I'm giving your husband, I think, 
I think four out of five bad guys. Am I the bad guy for telling my coworker that my solo picnic is as important as her daughter's recital? I'm a 29-year-old woman, and I started working at a new company eight months ago. I was headhunted specifically for the role that I have, which gave me enough power to negotiate my contract like I wanted. One of the things I managed to get was a clause that prohibited my employer from contacting me outside of work hours. If it's a true emergency, they can send me an email. Otherwise, they can't even send me a text. Furthermore, I have a separate work phone that I shut down at 5am on the dot, then turn on at 9am. Another thing is that I do not work overtime. I'm very efficient, so my work is done by 3pm, or 5pm if we have an emergency. I also take my whole lunch break outside of my office, and my coffee breaks away from my desk. My coworkers are not the same. They tend to socialize during work hours and have work left for afterwards. They sometimes ask me to help, but I always decline by saying that I have plans. I don't go into details, I just say that I have plans. 99% of the time, these plans just include going home, reading books, or sleeping, but that is my personal time. On Monday, a coworker asked me if I could stay a bit later to help her out. Apparently, she was late with some essential work, but she had to be done by that night because she had to attend her daughter's recital at 6. I said that I was sorry, but that I had plans. It was a nice day, so instead of going home, I just went to a park to read while breathing some fresh air. I brought some fruit and bubble tea and made a picnic out of it. My coworker found me there, and she was pissed. She said that I could have helped her if I didn't have plans, and I said that I do have plans, this impromptu picnic. She said that my picnic wasn't as important as her daughter's recital. And I said that, for me, it's even more important than her daughter's recital. She called me a bad guy, and some of my friends agree. So, am I the bad guy? Also, OP clarifies that the reason why she found her at the park is because the park is small, near her daughter's school, and OP was sitting closer to the street. She was driving by looking for parking when she spotted me and decided to confront me. I guess she wasn't that late for the recital. Also, OP clarifies that they're not even on the same team. Okay, so down in the comments, a lot of people are saying that even though OP technically didn't do anything wrong, she was still kind of a jerk because the other person was just asking for a favor and giving a favor isn't a big deal. And people are saying, OP, I hope you never have to ask anyone else for a favor. And like, yeah, I do in general agree with that assessment. It's just, I kind of find myself on OP's side, to be honest. This feels like a classic case of not my job, not my problem. So personally, I would give OP a 0 out of 5 on the bad guy scale, but it looks like, judging by these comments, most people would be more comfortable with like a 0.5 or 1 out of bad guy. <laughs> this comment says, ever heard the phrase, you're not wrong, you're just a butthole. I think I'm more inclined to be on OP side because, yeah, strictly speaking, it's not her job. But also there's the added component of why did this other woman wait until 5 o'clock to ask OP for help? So by that point, like, it's too late. The workday's over. I'm leaning more towards being on OP side, but maybe I'm wrong because people are really up in arms about this. I'm actually surprised by how much people are up in arms against OP in these comments. That was r slash MIDA, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.